Hey friends, Alyssa here, back for another episode of the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. So in today's episode, we are going to use the power of visualization to help you reach your goals so you can feel more confident, energized, and motivated. Let's go. Mamas, are you tired of feeling like you're surviving in motherhood instead of thriving? Does motherhood feel like a never-ending cycle of responsibilities, to-dos, and overwhelm? Do you feel disconnected from the things that really matter to you? Society tells us that being a mom means always giving and sacrificing, putting ourselves last, and feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed out, and defeated. Because that's kind of what mom life is. I want to help you change that. Let's start making you a priority. Let's get your life aligned with your values. Let's make your time work for you instead of against you. Let's get you more time in your day for the things that bring you joy, for alone time, for a motherhood unburdened by the mental load of doing all the things. Because your worth and value is not attached to how much you do. Let's start living our days with more meaning and less overwhelm. Let's stop listening to what everyone tells us a good mother should do and start being the good moms we already are. Because you, my friend, deserve a life that feels whole and thriving. And I am here to support and encourage you along the way. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about how to get you more time, less overwhelm, and living your life pouring from a full cup. I'm Alyssa Lindquist, and this is the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. Hey, my friends. So I know that this time of year, a lot of you are working on starting something new or committing to goals for the new year. And I think an important piece of this conversation that needs to be had in and talked about is confidence, right? That's a big piece of a new year's resolution or committing to new goals. So let's let's pause for a minute and let's actually talk about what confidence is and like what it isn't. So here's the thing and something I want to make really clear. Confidence is not a personality trait. It's not this belief in your abilities, like your ability to succeed. It's also not the same as self-esteem, which is like really more of like a self-judgment, right? Like the definition of self-esteem is confidence in one's own worth or abilities. And that's that's actually not what confidence is, right? In fact, this self-esteem, this seeking to feel good at all times can actually lower your confidence. Because growth and success require you to step out of your comfort zone. So if you're needing to feel good about yourself all the time, but then you're met with something that you're actually bad at at first or just bad at, it's definitely not helping your confidence, right? So let me give you an example. So I (laughs) skied a lot when I was a kid, then didn't ski for a long time because I, you know, got into other sports and that required a lot of time on the weekends. Anyway, so I hadn't skied in a long time. And then I met my husband who grew up in the Bay Area of California and spent a lot of time skiing in Lake Tahoe. And so so we meet. 
I'd go out to visit him for the holidays that first year we were together. Because I was living on the East Coast. He was on the West Coast. So I went to go visit him. And we were going on this ski trip with him, his dad, and his best friend's family. And so I hadn't skied in a number of years. Didn't take lessons before going on the trip. Didn't have lessons while we were there. And so I was relying on my husband, who skied a ton, um, to kind of teach me how to ski again. And so that first day, I really struggled. Like It was like, you know, like the situation where you're like going down to the lift and I didn't know how to stop. So I'd like almost run into people (laughs) or like trying to make some like turns and then just like turning and falling, turning and falling. And I was so discouraged because I'm thinking in my head, like I used to ski. I should be able to do this. Like it definitely didn't help my confidence. Right. Like I was like, Oh gosh, like I'm just not cut out for skiing. Like this, this isn't fun. (laughs) So the point I'm trying to get at here is that if your confidence is only improved by success and diminished by failure, that's actually self-esteem you're talking about, like not confidence. And that's rocky ground to be on, right? Like feeling confident around how you look. But, you know, that will diminish with age. Or maybe feeling confident when you feel like you're being a good parent. Right? What What's the definition of a good parent, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, if you feel like being a good parent is not letting your kids have screen time, but then you let them have screen time, that's going to make you less confident in your abilities as a parent. Right? Or maybe it's like this needing to feel right all the time. Like in a conversation with someone, even if you know that's not what's best, you just simply want to be right. So if this self-esteem versus confidence, if self-esteem is more about it's it gets improved by success and it's diminished by failure, which isn't really confidence or what confidence should be built on, what should it be built on? Confidence should be built on our ability to learn and grow and be resourceful. It's about developing a growth mindset, right? It's about learning. It's about your ability to change and be flexible with your expectations, right? Can you see how your confidence would be on more solid ground? It isn't rooted in things that are out of your control. It isn't rooted in your success or failure. So you see, confidence is so much of a mental game, right? It's this inner work of getting past some of those limiting beliefs and being willing to try and then to trust in yourself that you will learn and grow from it. Perhaps you'll figure it out that even if you fail, you don't get discouraged, right? 
So much of confidence is built on our thoughts and emotions. And the good news is that our brains, our thoughts, can grow and change through learning. And this is where visualization comes in, right? It's a super powerful exercise in helping our brains grow and learn. And, you know, I know it's a popular practice. It's trending these days, like the manifesting and visualizing things. But there's real scientific proof that it can help you. So let me show you through a simple exercise that we can do together. So this exercise was developed by Joel and Natalie Rivera of Transformation Academy. And it's a simple exercise that can really show you just how powerful the mind is. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. (laughs) I want you to stand up in an open room like a living room. If you're driving, please wait and do this later. (laughs) Okay, so stand up in an open room. And what I want you to do next is just take a moment to just stand still. So once you're standing there for a minute, I want you to take a deep breath in and then a deep breath out. Now do this one more time. Deep breath in and deep breath out. Now, I want you to point your finger out in front of you, like physically point your finger out in front of you like you're pointing at someone. And then I want you to twist your torso around while still pointing your finger. Twist your torso around as far back as you can go. Like almost like if you were like the hand of a clock, if the clock was lying flat on the ground. Okay, now I want you to bring that arm back around, just like before, like the hand of a clock. Bring your arm back around. Put it down. Now I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to take a deep breath in. Let it out. A deep breath in. Let it out. Now keeping your eyes closed. I want you to picture in your mind you doing that process again. So just in your mind, imagine you are pointing your finger out in front of you like before. And then imagine twisting your torso around. Now I want you to see yourself going further than the first time. Okay. And memorize that spot that you get to. All in your mind. Memorize that spot you get to. Okay, now I want you to take another deep breath in and let it go. And then another deep breath in and let it go. And still keeping your eyes closed, I want you to picture in your mind again you doing this process. So imagine pointing your finger out in front of you. And then twisting your torso around. And I want you to see yourself going much further than the first time. Picture in your mind that finger 
going much further than it did that first time we visualized it. And I want you to memorize that spot that you get to. Okay. With your eyes still closed, take a deep breath in. Exhale. Deep breath in. And exhale. Okay. Now I want you to open your eyes. Open your eyes and I want you to actually physically do it this time. Okay, so point your finger out in front of you and twist your torso around, still pointing your finger, as far back as you can go like the hand of a clock. Okay, now twist back around. I want to ask you, did you go much further? You probably did. A majority of people will. And the reason for this is that our brains often set limitations and tell us what we can do. But we can actually retrain our brains through this simple visualization, like this exercise. So what visualization does is it helps our brains understand better. And so then the brain will actively figure out a way to achieve what you're telling your brain to do. Does that make sense? The brain is a smart tool. (laughs) And the more we tell it what we want or need, the more it's going to work to make that happen. Visualization is a great tool in building confidence. Okay, so how how do we get started with visualization in our own lives? So you would start by getting clear about what you want and why you want it. So not just what you want, but why you want it. Because the why is an important motivator. So are you working on making exercise a priority for your mental health in the new year? Are you hoping to slow down in the new year by minimizing commitments so you can rest your body after a busy fall and holiday season? Uh, Are you trying to connect more with loved ones by calling them more because it's important to you to continue your connections with them? You know, whatever it is, the key here is to get specific and intentional. An important reminder too here is to just make sure you're being mindful of the things you feel like you should want based on, you know, societal pressures, others' opinions, belief systems, whatever it may be. Just make sure what you want is actually something you want, not what someone else wants. So you don't need to set a goal to run a race this year if the goal of exercise for you is about simply moving your body for your mental health. You don't have to run a 5K, a marathon, whatever it is, if that's not really something that you want. It's not really a why. Like if exercise is to simply move your body for mental health, cool. Like you can set a different kind of goal for yourself, right? You also don't need to slow down this winter because everyone's telling you self-care, self-care, slow down. If you and your kids 
do better being busy and active, right? Your why matters here, right? If you're slowing down simply because others are telling you that that's what you need to do for self-care, but actually like slowing down (laughs) might make you stir crazy and really want to get out of the house and do something, then don't slow down this winter. Go be your busy, active self. (laughs) Okay? You also, like with the example of connecting more with loved ones by calling them, you don't need to make an effort to connect with loved ones via phone calls, right? If you need healthy boundaries around those phone calls and they can be triggering to you if done too often, or if you're knee deep in baby life and you barely have time to pee, let alone have phone conversations, you don't need to make that a resolution for yourself this year right? It's asking yourself why. Is it because you're feeling guilty about not talking on the phone more with your loved ones? If guilt is your only motivator, it's not going to last long, right? It's not going to be powerful visualization for you because you actually don't care about it, right? And it's not that you don't care about the people in your life, right? Like you, you love them, you care for them. But you know that phone calls, one, you either don't have time or two, like can be triggering because you have like certain boundaries around your relationships with people that phone calls sometimes don't help with that can really trigger. Right. So just make sure that it's actually yours, right? Not out of limiting beliefs or guilt or shame or societal pressure or the opinions of others, right? Make sure that whatever this resolution is for the new year is yours. Okay, so after you've determined what you want and why you want it, you need to describe your vision in detail. So with visualization, this is definitely one of the most important steps. When you want to manifest something, how clear you are and how you visualize it matters. So you can write it down, you could create a vision board, or you could simply just like close your eyes and picture it in your mind, right? And details are important here. I want you to envision the sights, the sounds, the smells, even the taste of achieving what you want, right? Feel the emotions you would feel as if you already have that reality. So like, use present tense, right? Like a visualization for my business is I help lots of moms feel unburdened by the mental clutter of doing all the things, you know, I'm using present tense as if I'm already doing it. Use those sights, sounds, smells, even taste of achieving what you want, right? You can also imagine yourself meeting challenges, right? Meeting challenges on your trajectory towards your goals, but then visualize yourself overcoming them. That's an important piece of this too, right? Like life isn't without its challenges and speed bumps, right? Visualize yourself facing those challenges and then overcoming them. So this is how you go about starting to visualize in your own life. Be really clear about what you want and why you want it, and then describe your vision in detail. OK? 
Okay. And something that's really important to remember here is that, as they say, Rome wasn't built in a day. Life doesn't always happen the way we want it to. And this takes time. Remember, confidence is a willingness to try and then trusting in yourself that you can figure it out. And not just in figuring out and succeeding, right? It's a trust that even if you fail, you'll learn something from it. And then continue to try until you figure it out, right? I encourage you to just continue to visualize and focus less on the outcome and more on the growth and the learning with these New Year's resolutions. Be kind to yourself, my friends. Until next week. Thank you so much for listening in today. And just in case you didn't know, we have a private Facebook group dedicated to furthering the conversations we have on the podcast. Our Facebook group will help you apply what we talk about in the show each week. Plus, it's a wonderful community of wonderful moms supporting and encouraging each other on this journey of motherhood. I would be so thrilled if you joined us in this movement towards a more nurtured motherhood. To join us, just go to alyssalinguist.com slash Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Mama. See you next week.